Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, Mac Dominic concludes his series entitled Deliver Us from Evil, and staff evangelist Josh Davis will share the latest One World Update. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Don't miss your opportunity to see Jonathan Kahn live in person at our upcoming Columbus, Ohio Prophecy Conference, October 26th through the 28th. Jonathan Kahn headlines three days of the nation's top Bible prophecy teachers, bringing Christ-centered clarity to all of the chaos that's in our world today. Register today to see Jonathan Kahn live in person. 1-800-652-1144 or visit the events page of our website, swrc.com. The complete schedule of speakers, topics, and times are available at the events section of our website, swrc.com. That's swrc.com, and simply click on Events. Make sure you register today, 1-800-652-1144. Now, here's Greg Patton and Mac Dominic. If you were with us yesterday, we heard some exciting things about, uh, well, what's happening in the world today, the way that it used to be, the different forms of rebellion coming out of the Old Testament, and things that should be talked about today. Where did you get the title, Mac? Deliver us from evil. Where did that come from? It came right out of the Lord's Prayer, quite frankly. And it's so interesting because, it's, you know, the Lord Jesus said, deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. So we know that there is evil coming right before the kingdom manifests itself on the earth. So we realize there's the rapture on the church on the horizon. We know tribulation is coming, and evil will be, the, in the, during the tribulation period, of course, evil will be manifested like it never has been or ever will be again. I uh, have been talking to a number of people here in Southwest of um, uh, evangelists, pastors, etc., reference to the end times, prophecy teaching, and uh, almost all of them are in concert saying that uh, evil has cut loose like never before on the face of this earth. Would you agree with that? I agree with it, and if you will allow me just to expound a little bit, and this was, we went through this in our uh, System Breakdown Paradigm Shift DVD, but I, I believe that the, uh, that the rebellion that we witnessed in the 1960s, the 1960s radicals, uh, made a whole uh, a concerted frontal assault on uh with evil back in the 1960s uh and it wasn't god's time yet and they were pushed underground they ended up going into education politics uh and into the media and they have been working behind the scenes to build up their philosophies in the in the colleges and universities and even the the public, the, the public high schools and grade schools in our country, uh, and all of that has been in the works since the 1960s. And I honestly believe that in around 2015, 2016, with the populist movements that broke out with Donald Trump in the United States, 
Brexit, Brexit in, the, in Great Britain, the rebellion against Mac, Macron and his group in France, and also with, in Italy, and all across the world, populism was taking over and globalism was being attacked everywhere. And I believe the philosophy they had that was called piecemeal functionalism, as, as was laid out by Richard Gardner to the Council on Foreign Relations, where it was a step-by-step boiling the frog in the water philosophy. There was massive panic in 2016, and they have pulled out all the stops. And these people in the 1960s that submitted themselves to the drug culture and to the uh, hallucinogenics that were so popular back then, but when people did that, they opened themselves up to demonic influence. And that demonic influence was held at bay until things broke loose around 2015, 2016. And I believe these ancient evil gods, if we want to call them that, or spirits that were called gods from, from ancient times are now exerting themselves through the lives of individuals who have sold out to these evil forces that are 1,000% anti-God, anti-Jesus, anti-Christian, whatever you want to call it, and that's exactly what we're facing. We're living in a time, I think, where um, well, Satan doesn't hide anymore, and yet for some reason, <laughs> the world, even the church, can't see him. What is that all about? I think that we have looked at Satan, and I, when I say we, as a, as a culture, and I'm speaking of Western culture here, we've looked at Satan as some cartoonish devil with a pitchfork character. We have not given serious consideration to the power that this entity can have over mankind and over us. And we know, and we know for a fact that God has granted a certain amount of power. Now, God is sovereign. God is over all of his creation. But we know that power was given to these entities to work evil upon mankind to, in order for God to bring his kingdom to pass. And, that, and we've been looking at that. I mean, you know, honestly, since the time of the Garden of Eden, we have seen, we saw the, in the Garden of Eden, when you study that early rebellion, you see that Adam, who was, who was going to be the leader for God over the entire planet, fell into sin. Since that point in time, the process has been, we've been, we've been seeing the process manifested to bring back the second Adam, that is the Lord Jesus Christ, who was rejected by his own people when he came, but now he will come and he will set up his kingdom on earth, which will be a re-manifestation of what the Garden of Eden was exactly was back in the beginning of time. So, that, so that's what's going on, and, and that process, and through that process, Evil entities have power to work against God, to work against mankind, but as we get closer to the end of the age, they are, again, pulling out all the stops, 
and they are working very hard because things really blew up in their face uh, and put them in desperation mode here around 2015 or so. You're listening to Southwest Radio Church. You're listening to Mac Dominic and pastors or leaders of ministries around the country. You need to get in touch with this guy and have him come speak to your crowd. Mac Dominic, deliver us from evil. This uh, part one of this DVD series is available at Southwest Radio Church at swrc.com or 1-800-652-1144. You will be fascinated with the knowledge that this brother has. God has just given him a lot. He studies almost non-stop and puts it together where you and I can, uh, well, right down the bottom shelf where we can kind of understand what is happening in the world today. Mac, let me ask you this. Uh, do you think revival is possible in America? Well, I'll go back to one of the most respected men I ever knew in my life, quote that I heard when I was in chapel at Bob Jones University. Dr. Bob Jones Jr. said that he believed that revival was not going to be possible out of apostasy. And, of course, we know apostasy is when those that hold to the truth turn from the truth, and we see that. And we see that principle throughout the book of Hebrews. At that point, Dr. Bob always said that revival would not be possible, and he, didn't, and he believed that from, because of the teaching that we find in the Word of God. Now, I agree with him that, that when apostasy gets to that point, yes, there is no turning back to the truth. However, I do believe, again, that God is sovereign, and we don't really know if this is it. I mean, you know, we look around us, and you've got to be blind with your head buried six feet in the sand not to see things that are going around, going on that align with, with prophecy in the Word of God that refers to the end times. But the fact of the matter is we don't know if the rapture of the church will be tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, or 100 years from now. I do believe that even at this point, as far down the road as we have gone, I do believe that revival is possible. I do not think it's probable, but I believe if God's people, as, as the book of Chronicles tells us, and, I'm, and, and I realize in context this is talking about Israel, but, the, but we can apply it to us. It says, if, if, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. I believe that that is possible, but at the rate things are going, is it probable? I don't know. I don't have the answers. Well, that's a good answer, and I, I don't think anyone really does. But, yeah, it just seems to be getting more evil all the time. The church seems to be slipping. We talked about being shallow yesterday. Let me go here. Uh, who do you read to get a lot of your information? Dr. Michael Heiser passed away in February from pancreatic cancer. Michael Heiser was also a, uh, a Bob Jones graduate, but he went on to other universities for his postgraduate work. He was a scholar and an expert in Semitic languages, ancient Near East perspective. 
uh, I teach a lot of his stuff. I, I found out about Dr. Heiser about six years ago. I was reading a book by Derek Gilbert, who is also prominent in my list of sources, if you, if you know of Derek Gilbert. I was reading one of his books, and, it, and his book referenced Dr. Heiser, and Dr. Heiser wrote a book entitled The Unseen Realm. And he dealt extensive, he deals extensively with the, uh, with the angels that sinned in Genesis 6 and the Nephilim. And quite honestly, I've been teaching about the Nephilim and the angels that sinned, oh, since I graduated Bob Jones because I read about that in the notes of my Schofield Bible back in the 1970s and, and looked into it and concluded that that had to be the truth based on the Word of God. And Dr. Heiser took, uh, went into that, and he developed what he called the Deuteronomy 32 worldview, where in Deuteronomy 32 it talks about the nations at the Tower of Babel being given over to, to the sons of God, as we see in the Septuagint, or the angels of God or the sons of God, as, as it is in the Septuagint and the Dead Sea Scrolls. The Masoretic text puts it as the sons of the children of Israel or something of that nature, I believe. But because of that, uh, he talks about how at Babel, and we go into this in this study, that when God separated the nation, he turned over the nations to other angelic beings who then rebelled and allowed themselves to be worshipped as gods, but he kept for his inheritance Israel, and you read that right in the context of, of that passage. Dr. Heiser was a brilliant, brilliant man. I, had, I took a couple of uh, courses uh, that he college-level college level courses. I took those courses online from him. I did disagree with him on some things that kind of drove me crazy, but, you know, I disagree with myself sometimes. He really influenced a lot of what is in this, basically, uh, because you look at the, the list of sources here. Uh, Luis Marcos, Dr. Marcos, is a uh, professor of, uh, of philosophy. I can't remember what university he's, he is in. He basically uh, enlightened me, the, the, and when you get into right into this study, when we talk, when I'm talking about the fact that we don't, we don't know for sure uh, when Satan fell, because the first time we see the fallen angels show up in Genesis chapter three, we don't have any history on that. We know that the third of the angels will join the rebellion in the book of Revelation, but we really don't know much about that or, or when it happened, but most Christians believe that Satan fed a third of the angels and went after mankind. Well, that's not in the Bible. That's in John Milton, Paradise Lost. And so Luis Marcos uh, pointed out all of that. And the thing that, the thing that Dr. Heiser, the greatest influence he had on me and on my, and my way of thinking was that if we are going to be believe, say we believe the Bible, we must give first priority to what the text says. 
and we've got to do the best job we can at arriving at the original language of what it says and interpret our Bibles in context. Not by what John Milton said in Paradise Lost, not by what some denomination teaches, but basically we've got to take the text and stand on the Word of God. Where's the church headed today? Because so many people are just discouraged, confused, and in many instances just wanting to quit. I think that we have the greatest opportunity today in the West since the time of the apostles, because we have the truth in an, at, in an atmosphere of predominant evil. And if we have the truth, the Holy Spirit will work through us as we convey the truth, and, and, uh, and the Holy Spirit will draw those people who are speaking the truth if only someone will teach it and preach it. Well said. Doesn't, doesn't get any better than that, my brother. SWRC.com, if you'd like to get a copy of Deliver Us From Evil. Been talking with Mac Dominic, part two today. Call 1-800-652-1144 to get this copy. It has been an honor, Brother Dominic. Thank you, Greg. It was my pleasure. The complete two-day series from Mac Dominic is available on CD. Simply call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Deliver Us from Evil by Mac Dominic is a teaching DVD that will inform and incite action to truly battle evil. It will reinforce the fact that we worship an all-powerful, supernatural God. And if God is supernatural, His Word is a supernatural book. The study will ask the hard questions. It will address the Word of God as a supernatural guide to fight spiritual battles. And Mac Dominic will present a biblical strategy to triumph over evil. Deliver Us from Evil by Mac Dominic shares the battle plan that is vital to defeat the forces of evil. Order this powerful DVD today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online, swrc.com. Staff evangelist Josh Davis comes now to look at the latest headlines and information in today's One World Update. On today's One World Update, I've got three stories that share two words in common, global, digital. First, we want to see how the United Nations is proposing a global digital compact to bring the Internet under the control of international overseers as a part of their Agenda 2030. And the UN has released a series of documents leading up to its important meeting coming up September of 2023 about achieving this Agenda 2030. And this is in preparation for an even greater summit in 2024 called the Summit of the Future. Now, that doesn't sound ominous, does it? At next year's summit, they will announce action steps that will accelerate our world toward the 2030 goals. 
The UN says the way that our online world operates today is an obstacle to their 2030 goals. They wrote, quote, the ability to disseminate large-scale information to undermine scientifically established facts poses an existential risk to humanity and endangers democratic institutions and fundamental human rights, end quote. Translation, the U.N. thinks that voices that don't agree with their narrative should be silenced. They try to scare us into accepting their solution to what they call an existential risk. So what kind of online content does the U.N. consider to be this existential threat to humanity? Well, in their document, they cite COVID-19 as an example. They wrote, quote, a deluge of myths and disinformation about the virus, public health measures, and vaccines began to circulate online. Certain actors exploited the confusion for their objectives with anti-vaccine campaigners, driving users to sites selling fake cures or preventative measures. Many victims of COVID-19 refused to get vaccinated or take basic health precautions after being exposed to myths and disinformation online. When the UN says online, what do they mean? It's not just about people who are posting things on Facebook. It extends to chat apps like Facebook Messenger, video sites like YouTube, and much more. The UN wants to censor your personal chats and messages. Now understand, there are harmful practices online. Pornography is awful. Scammers, hackers are there taking advantage of innocent people. However, the UN's document focuses its efforts on stopping information related to COVID, climate change, and elections. So while they, on one hand, champion women's rights in their Agenda 2030, on the other hand, they never once mention the objectification of women through things like pornography. Friends, the name of the game is control. When you can control the media, you can more easily control the masses. When you control information, people only get one side of the story. So the United Nations is really using Marxist communist means to achieve its Agenda 2030 goals. We have to open our eyes to this reality. Go to their websites. Check these things out for yourself. It's there for you to read and to see it in, in plain open sight. It's all out there for us to take advantage of and to see for ourselves. The second global digital story I want to share with you today comes from the World Health Organization, commonly called WHO, W-H-O. In June, the WHO announced a digital health partnership with the European Union to create a digital health passport. So it went into effect almost immediately in the 80 countries and territories that are connected with the EU digital COVID-19 certificate. The World Health Organization is quickly ramping up its efforts to take this global in a matter of months. You heard me right, months. So if you want to travel between countries, you'll have to prove that you are in line with the World Health Organization standards. If you don't have a certain vaccine or immunization, you could be denied entry into other countries. 
with the World Health Organization's global scale, they argue that they can preserve a standardized and user-friendly digital health passport that will make travel safer for everyone. They also argue it's going to reduce fraud and protect privacy. And friends, these are the promises always made with a push toward global digital systems. Governments around the world are making these exact same promises as they go digital. But what happens when these powerful tools fall into the hands of the wrong person? You know, the Antichrist can easily weld this kind of control to push his global agenda. The stage is being set before our eyes. Our third global digital story involves your money. The International Monetary Fund met in Washington, D.C. back in April. And at the meeting, they launched an international central bank digital currency. They envision this currency expediting international transactions between central banks. In a related story, the International Monetary Fund announced in June that it's working on a platform so that central banks can operate as a united global central bank. The global financial sector continues to really move toward both global and digital solutions to simplify very complex issues like international currency exchange rates. Technology is shrinking our world, creating greater demand for a standardized global monetary system. In Revelation 13, 16 to 18, the Bible makes it clear that there will be a one-world monetary system during the Great Tribulation seven-year period. And with each passing day, we see our world moving in that direction. How should we respond to this news? If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, now is the time to receive Him by faith. He died on the cross for your sins. He was buried and he rose again to pay for your sins. You can repent of your sins and put your faith and trust in him today. The great tribulation is going to end with the greatest disasters this world has ever seen. Friend, I urge you, place your faith in Jesus' death and resurrection for your sins today. To my fellow followers of Jesus, don't live in fear. This is not the time to hide. Jesus has us here on earth for such a time as this. We have a gospel opportunity until the trumpet sounds. Go forward with Jesus in his strength and in holy boldness. We win because of him. We have true freedom because of him. Remember his words to his followers found in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. Deliver Us From Evil by Mac Dominic shares the battle plan that is vital to defeat the forces of evil. Order this powerful DVD today. Simply call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order online. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Friends, thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your financial support of Watchmen on the Wall and Southwest Radio Ministries. Tomorrow, Von Schatzer will be here 
ready to share the truth behind the Declaration of Independence. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station by downloading our SWRC mobile app or by simply subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and has been supported for over 90 years by faithful listeners like you. Please visit our website, swrc.com. That's swrc.com.